Coming right up, Straight Talk with Art Levine. Our guest tonight, L.A. County Supervisor Don Kanabi, as we continue our 24th anniversary year. Straight Talk is brought to you in part by the Port of Long Beach, a leader in international trade and environmental stewardship. And the Press-Telegram, your local news leader for over 100 years. And Scan Health Plan, for your health and independence. Join us for tonight's edition of Straight Talk. And now your host, Art Levine. Good evening and welcome to Straight Talk. We have a great show for you tonight. Our guest for the entire show is L.A. County Supervisor Don Kanabi. Welcome back to Straight Talk, Don. Always nice to be back and be with you, Art. Thank you. Well, you are in your 20th year and will be uh, finally retiring uh, as L.A. County Supervisor. Did you mean that in the right way, finally? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, 20 years, that's a good run. That is an excellent run. It's been an outstanding run. Uh, it's been a true honor to serve the residents of the 4th District. I mean, a kid coming from Illinois to, to be where I'm at and be, have the opportunity to, to help people make a difference, uh, it's been a great ride. You've said publicly on this show and elsewhere that uh, L.A. County Supervisors is the best job in America. We have five of you, you get along, you may disagree, but you're not disagreeable. And you get three votes and it's done, no one can veto it, and, and you solve problems. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, you know, there's no Republican or Democratic way to trim a tree or fix a pothole or provide health care. And it really forces you in that small, very powerful position to work together because we all have the same constituents with the same kinds of problems. And so it really compacts the issues, forces you to make a decision. We don't get involved in all the esoteric debate. We might ramble every once in a while. But at the end of the day, our, our job is an ultimate safety net, and that's to help people. So it really, the focus is different. I mean, it's not an R or D thing. It's how you fix the problems. I wish Congress were listening and watching. It would be a lot better. And you, I know that you represent 2 million people, yeah, which is more than most United States senators. Yes. And, and uh, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, it's a big job. I mean, if, if L.A. County were a state, we're somewhere between Ohio and Michigan. Wow. Um, you know, I, if as, L.A. County was a state... Population-wise, would you, be between you, Ohio and Michigan. Wow, wow. And so, so from that standpoint, and then our districts are, you know, there's a lot of governors that don't represent two million people. So yeah. it's a big job, an important job, and and one that I've been honored to serve. And I know that uh, from attending state of the county addresses and talking to you personally, that uh, one of your real prides and joys is the Safe Surrender Program. You know, Art, I mean, you never run for office or wind up in office for legacy kinds of opportunities. But if I were to have a legacy, the Safe Surrender Program would be the one I choose. You know, that started back in 2001 with baby Andrew that wound up in a dumpster, looking and asking my staff to see what we could do to find. And then, as is the case in so many times, going to the state to seek their help when we found out there's a Safe Surrender law on the books that no one had been on the books for a year that no one knew absolutely anything about. No hospital knew about it, no fire station. So we took that as the emphasis to create this program in Los Angeles County. And as of just a couple of days ago, we had our 141st save. And just for the record, for the few viewers that may not know what safe surrender is. Well, this provides the mother the opportunity within the first 72 hours of birth, no name, no shame, no blame, cross the threshold into any hospital, 
in the Los Angeles County, any fire station, any sheriff's department. It allows them the opportunity to do the right thing instead of throwing that baby away. Mama gets a ban, baby gets a ban, mother has 14 days to reclaim the baby. That's happened twice out of the 141. And they get, both get the medical treatment. The baby goes into the system. There's families out there waiting to, to adopt them. And I saw a picture of a reunion of uh, these babies who are no longer babies, and some are young ladies, young men. Yeah, and, I mean, it, it's, it's been an amazing process. You know, I've celebrated first birthdays with some of them. Uh, we celebrated the 100th say with families and, and the kids. We, at the 125th, we started, a, there's a garden of life down at Grand Park, our new Grand Park downtown uh, Los Angeles. Uh, and so we had the families and kids planting the, the, the trees and things like that. So it, it's really been... And some are going to college now. Right. Well, they will be in a few years. Be. And so we, we started a scholarship program. And most of the proceeds that, uh, from the state of the county now go to that. And we've been raising money for that because families, uh, some are just almost two years away from college. I mean, it's just been an incredible amazing, ride. Amazing. Amazing. Well, uh, and also very dear to your heart uh, is... Uh, a more recent emphasis on child sex trafficking. Well, I mean, safe surrender program is the good thing. Child sex trafficking is a sad thing. I mean, it's probably the most horrific crime that I've ever been involved in in my political career. Um, to, and we've worked very hard in Los Angeles County over the last several years since it's been brought to my attention. And my colleagues are on board. We work very hard at this. There is no such thing as a child prostitute, and that's the national language that we're changing. Uh, there's no 10-year-old girl or 12-year-old girl or 14-year-old that makes a conscious These kids decision. used to be arrested for child prosti for right, prostitution. Right, right. I mean, it's, uh, it, you know, and, the, and what would happen, they go into court, the judge would be derogatory in a sense, saying, you know, you know, you know better than this, don't do this, and give them, let's say, you go home, get a job, get out of here. And by the time they got outside the door, they're scumbag pimps waiting to put them back out in the street again. So now we have a dedicated courtroom. We have wraparound services for mental health, health care. We have survivors of child sex trafficking working with these young ladies. Also training. Now we've trained over 10,000 county employees. Metro has signed on to have every Metro employee trained to help identify these kinds of things, to be able to bring them to the services. Again, they have to make the decision, but we're there to wrap our arms around them. And, uh, and we're going to have uh, District Attorney Jackie Lacey on, on the show following this one, but uh, they are going after to prosecuting the Johns now. On both sides, yeah. We've, we've worked very hard on, on the scumbag pimp side. Now we're going after the Johns. And, and pub publicity, and, and, too. And, you know, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, the thing about the Johns is they don't deserve to be called Johns. What they are, a child rapist. There's no other way to describe it. Uh, to, to no, do words they're. matter, and changing the language can affect behavior. I mean, my goal, my goal has always been, once I became aware and once we really got involved in this, is if you remember the war on drugs nationally, I think we should have a war on child sex trafficking or war on human trafficking. It is absolutely the most abhorrent crime that you've ever seen or been involved I in. I hope those wars work better than the war on drugs. I do too. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll be continuing our discussion with the supervisor. First, we'll pause for these messages. At the Port of Long Beach, we're not only delivering jobs, smart ideas, 
and forward-thinking environmental initiatives. We're also delivering opportunity for all of Southern California. Oh, and a clearer horizon line. To learn more, go to polb.com, the port of Long Beach, thinking outside the docks. Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo Tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo Tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo Tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo Tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo Tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. We're back talking with L.A. County Supervisor Don Kanabi. Don, let's talk a bit about the drought. As you know, we've had a, we're in a four-year drought. Uh, every community in California is being asked to conserve. Uh, what's the county doing uh, as part of this process? Well, obviously, uh, through our flood control management, we're a big part of this whole water uh, situation and drought situation. We have been working on issues inside internally as far as uh, reutilization of water and trying to expand our storage capabilities uh, for a number of years now to sort of put us in a place not necessarily anticipating such a significant drought. I think the most impressive piece about all this, and you know as a water commissioner, is that how the people have responded. Tremendous. Uh, both in the unincorporated areas and in our individual cities. And I think we've helped create a new normal. I mean, I know everyone's waiting for El Nino, but El Nino is not the panacea. El Nino will not solve the problem. Right. It's not a cure-all. So hopefully, through the efforts of those involved in the water industry and the response from the public, uh, we've created a new normal that will put us on the right track so that we can sort of conserve, save, and, and, and I mean, the whole issue in California is expense of land, right? I mean, to be able to buy these storage areas is very, very expensive. It's one of the, one of the solutions. Uh, another one is uh, a desal, and I know you were uh, involved in, and the county was involved in the new Catalina desal plan. It was amazing. We were over. I was over there just a few weeks ago to cut the ribbon, uh, to set it up, to get it going. It's, um, you know, over there. You know, everybody thinks that uh, Catalina Island and that city of Avalon is like driving to Pacoima, you know. But it's 26 miles across the sea, surrounded by water, and everything is expensive over there. Uh, their drought efforts have been magnificent. I mean, they were forced to almost going into stage three in October if we weren't able to bring up this new desalinization plan. So this is going to do 125,000 gallons a day, 
in addition to the other 135,000 gallons a day. So it's going to be very good. In addition for to the other 130 that's right. coming from Right, the, so it's uh, going to be about 250, 260,000 gallons a day. Their issue, too, now is going to be that will be more than enough to keep them at stage one or two of the drought. Again, it's yeah. not the panacea, but it won't take them to stage three. Their issue now is during the off-season, when the travelers aren't there and the, and the tourists, is to be able to create stories to take some of this water and store it. So they're working on that as well, too. But, um, you know, it's up and right. It's, it's amazing. They got this, you know, Southern California Edison, the city of Avalon, and Los Angeles County were sort of a tri-party piece of all this because I don't know. And most people a, don't know. Edison controls the water on the island. And this, what was the price tag of this project? Uh, it, was, uh, it was about $1.2 So it was pretty expensive. But more importantly, I mean, if you looked at the unit, uh, you would think that you're going to get this monstrosity, a big building. I mean, it's, it's, it's not as big as this room. And you know, I will tell you, it was developed and built in Israel, and that's where it came from, because, you know, Israel has been Israel's ahead been of game de doing desalinization for yeah. a zillion years. So it's the state-of-the-art technology. It's even smaller than the existing desalinization plant that they have there. Uh, and so it's, it's, it's going to be a saver for, for Catalina. I want us to look at it to see what we might be able to do. I mean, you still got the environmental issue that people say, no this, no that. The problem but with desal, of course, as you know, historically has been just the cost. Right. That the, the reverse osmosis, the, the electricity cost is, is about three times what you can buy water for now. But as the price of water continues to go up, or in communities that don't have any fresh water, uh, Catalina or Israel for that matter, or Australia, you just have to do it. Well, take Catalina, it's an ideal look. I mean, again, it's not the panacea necessarily for them either, but the point being is they're surrounded by that water and they have access to water. Uh, and as far as the infrastructure capabilities to do desalinization, it's not as expensive because they're right there at the ocean. There you go. Let's briefly talk about the Rancho Los Amigos National Rehabilitation Center. I know that's been one of your uh, pet projects and, and labors of love for many years, and they're now undergoing a $400-plus million renovation. Well, Rancho Rising 2020 is, is the project, and as most people know or may not know, Rancho has been around for over 100 years. Uh, it was an original polio farm here in Los Angeles County, uh, and it's come from there to one of the top rehabilitation hospitals in America. It's always been on U.S. News & World Report uh, for the last 20 years in the top 15. Uh, and it's the only public one that has been there. So we're coming out of the ground. We're building a new outpatient facility, a new wellness center for the patients, uh, as well as other infrastructure and, and seismic improvements. That's spectacular program. That's great to have a county facility that has a, a label of excellence throughout, throughout the country. Absolutely, true center of excellence. I mean, it's an amazing facility. I tell everyone, if you think you're having a bad day, go to Rancho and you, you watch go. the miracles. I mean. You know, I, I play in wheelchair basketball games. I do everything, you know, all kinds of things in wheelchairs. The difference is at the end of whatever I'm doing, get up. I can get up. Yeah. Well said. Well, in this last segment, we're going to switch roles, and Don will become the host. I will become the guest. Uh, Don is termed out, and so he's going to have to be spending more time on television, so this will get you a little <laughs> training. We'll be right back. You don't want to miss this. How do you like your chances the rest of the way? I got no idea. But I do know that if we stay with Naples Rib Company, at least we won't go hungry. 
Coach, what do you think about some of those questionable calls tonight? Oh, yeah, but if you want a sound call, I'd call Naples Rib Company. You can't miss on that call. The Naples Rib Company is part of your game plan? There really is nothing more motivating than a great barbecue meal at Naples Rib Company. Victory or not, Naples Rib Company, great game plan. Founded in 1976, Polly's Gourmet Coffee is Southern California's most complete gourmet coffee store. Polly's has the best tasting coffee, freshly roasted every day right in the store. Plus a wide selection of teas, an in-house bakery, espresso bar, patio dining, and more. We also offer Wi-Fi, free internet access for all of our customers. Our nationwide clientele agree, when it comes to coffee, there's only one name to remember. Polly's, 4606 East 2nd Street, welcoming you into Belmont Shore. When I was a boy growing up in Italy, I had a dream to own my own store. I came to the United States and I worked hard as a tailor. Hi, I'm Umberto. I've been in Long Beach since 1960, carrying the finest quality men's clothing. It was a long way away, but styles are just around the corner. Umberto, 2141 Bellflower, Long Beach. If your business phone rings and there's no one there to hear it, does it make you money? Afraid not. Stop losing opportunities with outdated service from AT&T. Switch to Spectrum Business and get over 30 advanced calling features free on as many phone lines as you need. Saving money and never missing a call? Has a nice ring to it. Get advanced phone. Only $29.99 a month when bundled with 60 meg internet. Call today. Welcome back to Straight Talk with Art Levine. I'm not Art. I'm Don Canavi, host of Dialed In with Don Canavi, and I am switching roles with the one and only Mr. Art Levine. Art, how does it feel to be so far away from your microphone? It's uncomfortable, Don. I'm used to asking the questions, not answering them. Well, there's a lot of history. Everybody knows you as this eloquent host and asking all the questions. There's a lot of things about you that some people may not know that I'm going to ask you to sort of embellish on. Now, as I understand, you grew up in New York City. I did indeed. And how did you get to California? On a plane. On a plane? Was yeah. it fun? Did they, have, did they have stewardesses then? or they, uh, That was a long time ago. It was mid-70s I came out here. I had been working down on Wall Street. As you know, I'm an attorney. and uh, My apologies. I, I was ready for a change of pace, and I came out here on a vacation, liked it. Remembered growing up, watching the Rose Parade with people in just short sleeve, and we're freezing. And I just decided to make a change. Change of life, change of venue, and came out here. Well, good. Well, welcome. We're glad you made that decision. So, but I understand one of your favorite time as a child uh, was at summer camp, something called Camp Lennox in Massachusetts. Camp Lennox in the Berkshires. Uh, uh, happiest times of my childhood. As an only child, had a chance to interact with other kids and uh, socialize a bit. Well, and people that know you so well and know what you do on the show, I mean... I'm told that you be eventually became a counselor. I, <laughs> I did. Are you a I, counselor? I know people entrusted me with their kids, and uh, and I loved I loved the summer camp experience. So I did that for a couple of summers. And you graduated with honors from Horace Mann. Is that a school or is that a yeah? It's a private party school or private? No, oh, it's private. A private at that time, all male high school, well, very well regarded. Well, one of the other amazing facts that I found, and I, you know, I, maybe you can explain this, but I understand that you played a 
Glockenspiel oh, God, in yeah. the Princeton band? <laughs> yes, it gave me a chance to go to the away games, and uh, I played by ear, so uh, Glockenspiel is just one note, so I would bang it out. What is a Glockenspiel? Maybe It's one of those things you hold up and, and you pound. Dun, 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 oh, dun, dun, oh, the ones dun. they don't use anymore. No, was... they, they still use it, oh. but uh, it, it's, uh, it's a way of getting into the band. Well, being such a great host, everyone probably doesn't know this, but you went to Yale Law School, is that correct? Yes. Uh, you also won the Moot Court competition. I did. And uh, what was that like? I mean... Well, it was the, it was the highlight of my legal career. I, I left the oh, was the last case you won? <laughs> I left uh, the practice of law after a couple of years. It wasn't uh, suited for me, but I did at Yale Law School... Uh, compete in the prize competition in front of three federal judges and I was selected as the winner and my folks were there and it was very moving. So you, you, you went into the Navy, became part of JAG, right? Which yes. is, uh, you yes. know, they have a TV show about it. I mean, I haven't seen you on the TV show, but I mean, <laughs> you were a I Navy went JAG. In, I went in as an E-1 airman recruit, went through basic training in Memphis, and then they opened up a direct commission in JAG and I became a JAG officer for the seven and a half years of my reserve. Wow, wow. wow. And I just want to mention my cousin is a Marine combat pilot. Well, that's good. Were you a pilot? Because I know no, no. this says you know how to fly airplanes. I'm, I, I'm asking I, ask I you. Have six, next... I have 60 hours in the air and 16 hours of solo, but I never got my ticket. How many hours of solo? 16. Okay. Anybody? And they uh, give you a torn shirt. You got 60 in the air, okay? With, with a anyone, trainer. With anyone a trainer. brave enough to ride with you other well, than the well, trainer? The, the instructor. <laughs> <laughs> but they get paid for that. But the other interesting fact, you know how to play the piano by ear, right? Yeah. You know, most people use their fingers. I mean, what do you, how do you do it? I, mean, <laughs> I always was able to do that. I heard a tune, I could pick it out. And uh, Did you take piano lessons as a my kid? My folks made me take piano lessons. I resisted stupidly. But I still now can sit down and uh, play a few chords, and, and I love it. I envy that. That's one of my bucket list things is to be able to play the piano. I mean, well, I you, got were a music, you were a sax player. Sax player, but I mean, I've never learned how to play the piano. So. Yeah, piano is a great instrument. And my wife, as you know, plays classical violin. Yep. So a trivia question. This could be on Jeopardy, you know, any day. <laughs> what was the name of your first TV show? We the People. Answer is correct. Okay. Next question. <laughs> so, I, you know, as, as you have moved from New York to California and, you know, however you got where you are today, you know, you know it, are there things that, that put you, that you figured out a way? How did you figure out you wanted to be on TV? It just happened. I never planned it. I, I, was, I formed a law, pre-law group at Long Beach State where I taught for almost 40 years. And then we invited some political candidates and did some debates, and some of them were televised. And my dear friend, the late Chuck Greenberg, was doing a wow. one-hour show on the cable company, and they were going to weekly, live, one hour, from monthly, and Chuck was a partner at Ball Hunt. He couldn't do it. He recommended me. I did Charter's We the People show for seven years, and then we had a switch, and I started my own show. So you've had some interesting guests along the way. What would like you, you? What would you say would be the highlight? What would be the highlight of your 24 years? Which of your children do you love the best? You know, it's tough. There were so many great guests. Uh, we love all of our guests, just for the record. But uh, um, the late Congressman Steve Horn was a regular guest. Um, 
some of our distinguished speakers from our distinguished speaker series at Long Beach State, which I put together, good enough, Arianna Huffington, uh, William Cohn, who wrote uh, House of Cards about the collapse of Bear Stearns, uh, presidential historian. Uh, you've had some incredible guests. I mean, I mean, it's wonderful. And you've had a, a great run and continue to have a great run. And I think all of us that have been on your show appreciate what you do. I mean, you're not here to, you know, dig in and, you know, and to do all the bad things, but to, to let the world know what's going on. There's a lot going on out there that people don't know about. Uh, and shows like you are that you perform and you do uh, really help the public understand. So thank, thank you, Don. Uh, uh, I really hate to let you off the hook this easy, but I, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I apologize for that because I had all these really tough questions. And the, so there's the a guy out here putting up cars. Your mother yeah, you know, I mean, all these things and sex after 80 and that kind of stuff. But you know, there's a guy out there with a card, and he's saying we're at the end of our run uh. of me getting to interview you, but I still have the microphone. So thank you, Art Levine. Thanks, Don. Bill Trainees mixes California style with continental cuisine that includes fresh seafood from around the world. Since Phil is the chef, the menu has a wide variety of pastas, salads, soups, and appetizers that feature his unique personal touch. And the Italian-American signature dishes are simply beyond delicious. You never know who you're going to run into at Trainees, from the famous sports legends on the Wall of Fame to local celebrities having a drink at the bar. For the best fine dining experience, visit Phil Trainees. You've been planning this moment for a long time. It couldn't be a more perfect moment. And you have the perfect ring that will tell her, I want to love you forever. But nothing is perfect. Don't listen to that guy. He got the ring at McCarty's. McCarty's yes. makes a moment. Welcome back to Straight Talk. My guest today, Art Levine. Host of Straight Talk, Art. What, what's up? Well, Don, I would. I don't want to make the crack of don't give up your day job. You actually did a very good job here hosting, thank you, thank and I know you. you have your own show dialed in. And when you retire from uh, your job as supervisor, you may even be um, uh, have more of those shows on air. But uh, uh, I just wanted to say uh, that we're deeply grateful for for this opportunity to to uh, dialogue with leading members of the community. We've been on air for 24 years. We've done over uh, 500 shows, wow. 1,400 guests. And it's been, a, you know, that's how we met. That, I, I didn't know exact, you. I, and I didn't know you. That's how we met. And, and so, uh, you know, this was like a beginning of a beautiful friendship, yeah. like the Casablanca line. But right. uh, it, it was really a privilege for me to get to know uh, true public servants like you and uh, but well, we appreciate the opportunity to be on your show as well, too. Sure. We also want to say, what, Happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas. Absolutely. It's Happy the holiday Kwanzaa. season. It's a holiday season for everyone. Uh, we just, just hope that the holidays are peaceful and joyful. And it's been a rough few weeks, you know, with San Bernardino and you know, Paris and all the other things going on in the world. But we just want to make sure that everyone 
really has a joyful holiday season and a healthy, healthy and, a, and America will survive. America will win. Absolutely. Life always takes precedence over death. And uh, uh, America has faced many challenges, and this we're going to face one. and beat this one. Absolutely. So we want to wish everybody a happy holiday. I want to invite you back for next week for Straight Talk. Uh, the next show is going to be my colleague, the Honorable Jackie Lacey, District Attorney of Los Angeles County, a marvelous lady. And I know you're going to enjoy the show and have your art back, and Don will be gone. Thank you all. Straight Talk has been brought to you by the Port of Long Beach, the Press-Telegram, and Scan Health Plan. And remember, Straight Talk is viewable 24-7 at straighttalktv.com.